What's up, guys? Welcome back to Creative and Caffeinated, the podcast where I, your host, Amanda Elise, bring you topics about mental health, art, and the creative industry. Before we get into today's topic, and believe me, it's a good one, I wanted to ask your opinion on something. I started this podcast sort of on a whim. I had a vague idea of what I wanted and mostly just wanted to jump in and get my feet wet so I could feel it out and learn as I go. I've published three episodes now and I feel as though the branding of this podcast is still a bit confusing. I'm trying to merge two pretty different worlds here, art and mental health, and just a hint that is foreshadowing today's topic a little bit, but I feel like I haven't made a clear connection. So I'm thinking about rebranding a bit and changing the name of the podcast to Cognitively Caffeinated. It's a bit more clear on the emphasis surrounding mental health and leaves the door open to explore other topics outside of the creative industry as well. At heart, I will always be a creative, but I devote a lot of my time and energy to promoting creativity on my other platforms, and I think this could be an opportunity to do something different. Before I jump the gun and change the name, I wanted to get some feedback from you guys. If you're listening to this podcast on YouTube, please comment down below your thoughts on this name change. And if you're listening via streaming or any other app, you can message me on my Twitter or my Instagram. My socials are linked basically everywhere, and I want to hear from you guys. Okay, so now let's talk about my quarter life crisis, or at least my first one. As many of you might already know, I'm 25, and in May of last year, I earned my master's degree in marriage and family therapy, which was a two-year program that involved many hours of intense self-reflection and personal growth, most of which was involuntarily thrust upon me as part of the course curriculum. One of the projects that I had to complete every semester was the self of the therapist presentation, which gave the student, me, an opportunity to reflect upon my personal strengths, challenges, unique attributes, and potential biases, with the goal being to improve my self-awareness in the room with a client and avoid any unnecessary transference. I'll be honest, I BSed the first presentation. I told some great story about how art is my self-care and it's how I stay sane after a long day of clinical work. That was a straight-up lie. I later published a YouTube video as a call-out to myself where I addressed the fact that art is not my self-care and it hasn't been for quite some time. The minute I started my YouTube channel back in 2015, I opened up the door for my art to become a business, a venture which I readily pursued. Posting anywhere between one to three videos per week, including countless hours of drawing and editing, it sure doesn't sound like self-care. It sounds like work. And that's because it was. I had been struggling to be a full-time student, intern, entrepreneur for the better part of two years, and it wasn't working. 
this is what preceded my very first identity crisis. And I talk about it kind of jokingly now, but at the time it wasn't a laughing matter. I was anxious, depressed, lost, and I felt like a failure. And that was a very valid experience. It also just happens to be a very valid experience for nearly everyone my same age. I was torn between these two important domains in my life, my art career and my mental health career. Screw being a friend, girlfriend, daughter, sister, all of those identities were so far removed because I was just drowning in a pit of my own despair. I truly and honestly felt as though I couldn't manage to be both a therapist and an artist. And what's worse is that I was already feeling like I was a failure at both of those things. We're talking major imposter syndrome here, which is still something I feel I actively struggle with, and trying to put words to it has taken quite a bit of time, so rest assured I will be talking about it on future podcasts. So when the time came to do my second self of the therapist presentation, I threw caution to the wind and decided to sit down and get real. I legit cried in front of my entire supervision class about how I couldn't be an artist and a therapist because I felt like I sucked. It was like my heart was being pulled in two different directions and there was no end in sight. The pressure to perform as a therapist left me emotionally fatigued, which left little to no energy to create, which was the domain I felt most competent in and was most linked to my self-esteem and my self-worth. It might seem silly, but this was one of the hardest moments for me at that time. What I can tell you is being vulnerable, being willing to share my innermost thoughts and fears, and hear them out loud, it gave me so much clarity and it made those fears so much less powerful. By voicing them, it's like I heard them for the first time and could suddenly make sense of it all. Of course, by suddenly, I mean three months later when I had to complete my third and final Self of the Therapist presentation. This time, I would be completing the trilogy and discussing how I finally came to resolve my identity crisis. You see, I had a bit of a eureka moment sometime during my last semester of grad school. Where I'm from, our motto is red or green. It's a question referring to whether or not you want red or green chili on your burrito. It's like a super New Mexican thing that I can't really explain very accurately here, but all you need to know is Chili's a really big deal where I'm from, and this is the pinnacle question. Do you want red or do you want green? Do you want to be a therapist or an artist? And do you know what the most common answer to that question is? Red or green chili? It's Christmas. It's both. I want red chili on one side of my burrito and I want green chili on the other. The answer was both. I could be both. I could be Christmas. 
I can't begin to tell you the wave of relief that washed over me as this thought entered my brain. Like, suddenly a weight was lifted off my chest and I could breathe again. This was the start of a journey of self-compassion and being willing to accept that I'm not always going to be on my A-game every single day. And that's okay. I need to accept that some days my productivity is more like a C plus, And I can live with that. I need to live with that. Because it allows me to acknowledge and accept that I am a multi-dimensional, multi-faceted person who has various flaws and talents that make up who I am. And that's awesome. I should emphasize, this is a journey that is still very much ongoing. And theorizing about this concept is much different than living it. I still struggle to let the various domains in my life overlap, but I'm constantly learning and I'm getting better. Now, you might be wondering why this episode is titled My Quarter Life Crisis Part 1. Well, that's because I'm pretty sure I'm going to have at least a few more of these in the next several years. And I want to leave this door open for me to create additional episodes sharing my insights and my struggles. If my older sister is right, I'm going to be having a lot of revelations about myself between now and 30. I better buckle up and just get ready. I also feel like it's my aim through this podcast and in life to normalize the experiences that aren't always so Instagrammable. I want to share my process and my progress in every part of life, be it with art, my therapy career, or even in my personal development. The fact that I ever thought these areas of my life could be separated into neat little boxes is ridiculous. Trying to tease them apart isn't the goal here. It's finding a way for them to work together. And it's about finding balance. So, I know there's a lot of crazy things happening in the world. Far crazier than me having a quarter-life crisis about being the human version of a Christmas burrito. But I hope this podcast gave you a brief moment of solace. And I hope it provided you with a meaningful escape and brought with it some new insights that you can apply to your daily life. Again, if you have any thoughts about this topic, please feel free to reach out and keep the conversation going. I also want to hear your thoughts about the name change. Do you think we should change it to cognitively caffeinated or should we stay creative and caffeinated? Let me know. My contact info is linked on Spotify, YouTube, and basically all over the internet. So you should be able to find it. And once we settle the whole name debate, I'm definitely going to be creating some social media accounts for the podcast to make contacting me even easier. As always, I've been Amanda Elise. Thank you guys for listening and I'll see you on the internet.